catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Saturday morning. Sex Panther. What's going on? Another day, another day off for Max. We're going to have to really look at the uh, the, the payouts here. I, I feel like my 10 cents that I get, I think, I don't know, I haven't had 10 cents in a long time, should be more than his 10 cents because this guy takes more vacation time than teachers in the summer. I, I don't know what this guy is doing, but uh, I'm in the two chair again, but I'm not complaining I'm really not complaining because it's always a joy when I get another Golden Domer sitting next to me fighting Phil. What's going on? Hey, gang. Listen, uh, to, to your point with with Max, I don't know if we can we can blame him. I don't think that's fair. I think we need to blame upper management for approving all these vacation requests. That's I, true. I, I mean, if, if the wheel that squeaks gets the grease, if you ask, you normally get it. So I blame management. That's right. Not I would too. We, we should form a committee to get rid of management. I agree, but aren't aren't you the management? Yes. Fair enough. <laughs> I see your point. I see your point. Uh, every Saturday morning, I'm very tempted to quit the show. So, <laughs> I I I, uh, I second that man. It was a late <laughs> night with NASCAR and USFL, and feels like I just left this joint. Uh, no shit, no shit. Every Saturday morning, I think let's just stop. Let's just quit. <laughs> oh, so Sex Panther, what's up? What's going on in the world? Oh my God! Is this not is this not like the best time? Like we're kind of worried. No football, hockey's over. All we have is baseball. But thank God it's silly season in the NBA, and I don't know where all this money comes from. They're they're making NFL money look stupid, but the 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 amount of money being thrown out here to these players is just otherworldly. But there there was a couple big deals that went down yesterday. And uh, so we'll we'll have a little banter here, a little chit chat. But uh, Rudy Gobert to the Minnesota Timberwolves—they didn't really give up. Well, they gave up a lot of picks. I don't think much of Patrick Beverly and the other pieces that they gave to Utah. But uh, as for Rudy Gobert going to Minnesota, I think this is a really good fit. Um, Carl Anthony Towns is actually more of a, a shooter. He's he's kind of a soft center presence. He's not a he does decent on the rebounds, but he's not really a dominating presence like a Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert blocks, he rebounds, he doesn't demand the ball uh, to, to shoot a lot. He's only good for about 10, 12 points a game. This spreads Carl Anthony Towns out. You know, we, if you remember, he won the three-point shooting contest last year. Um, so the only thing I worry about Minnesota now is 
replacing all these pieces that they traded. Now, they didn't trade like any great superstars, but they did trade away some of their depth. So we'll see how they fill in their roster. But I kind of like this deal for, for Minnesota. What do you think, Phil? I, I don't know what to think about it um, because I think the league is getting smaller. You're moving away from, from big men. And I know, I know Cat isn't your typical big man. You know, he does shoot the three, um, but the league is, is getting smaller. So I, I, I'm interested to see how this plays out, especially with Gobert, you know, in the playoffs, he was a huge liability for the Jazz down the stretch. Uh, he can't shoot free throws. So, I mean, do you trade the defense for, for the free throw shooting? I mean, he's a target you know, in, in late game situations uh, to just be a, a huge red thumb. So um, I hope it works for them because it, it, they've seemingly mortgaged their future with all these, you know, firsts going out the window. And um, I mean, I, I, you're right. It's, it's very interesting how they're going to fill out their lineup with, you know, a lot of, I guess, veteran minimums and stuff like that. I, I wonder who's available. I mean, was Utah, was it just time to blow it all up? Was it really time they couldn't just add a couple more pieces to it? Well, so something that we've talked about on the show that never really came to light, it wasn't really talked about, was the dynamics of Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. There was seemed to be some very general discord, dislike between the two, uh, the locker room turmoil that it just doesn't sound like it was going to get fixed one of them had to go. Rudy Gobert's 30 years old now, be 31 this fall. Uh, so I think he's he was the guy to go. A lot of, you know, to Phil's point, they talk about the small ball and the three-point shooting and all that. But let's be honest, if you don't have a legitimate big man, apologies to Golden State, I don't know how the hell they do what they do <laughs> with their three-point shooting, but um, the, the big men kind of have been dominating. When you, when you look at the guys that are, that are in the league, and, um, you know, Minnesota with Cat and D'Lo and now Rudy Gobert, they kind of have their own big three, but they're going to have to go find some three-point shooters to be able to spread that court or it's not going to work out all that well. But to, to, to your question, I think it had everything to do with Mitchell and Gobert, and they just had to, they had to divorce them because it wasn't going to work out. I'm just struggling to remember a team that finished fifth in their conference deciding, no, we can't do this anymore and just blow the whole thing up. Yeah, and I, I, I think there was, just like Panther said, general dislike between those two. And if you're going to keep one, if you're going to build around one, I, and you're the Jazz, I'd pick Mitchell as well. Yeah. I, you know, I'd, I'd make that my guy because he can just do, he can do so much. So, I, I mean, it's interesting for sure. I, I liked the Jazz going into last year, and they just, just couldn't put it together. So it'll be, it'll be fun to watch. All right. Anything else jump out of you? Yeah, there was one other one other deal that really stood out to me and it's kind of disappointing Max isn't here because he's got to be ecstatic. The Celtics get Malcolm Brogdon from the Indiana Pacers, and that's not necessarily – I mean, it, it's great for Boston. They got the, the legit point guard that they needed, but the takeaway for me is what the fuck are the Pacers doing? They got scrapped. I mean, they didn't even get beanstalk seeds, man. They they got nothing here. I don't know what they're doing. Um, they, they went and got Halliburton, uh, what, last year, and now they're trading Brogdon, which I get. But really, he wasn't worth more than this? I, I just dumbfounded on what the Pacers are doing here. Phil, you got any takes? Yeah, I, I am just, like you said, thoroughly confused with the Pacers. I mean, they, they, they went out and got Halliburton, but it cost them Sabonis, right? And you know now they're now they're trading their other piece 
Brogdon to the Celtics. So I, the strong get stronger. And what are they doing? Like, what is this a rebuild? I, it doesn't feel like they're committed to a full rebuild, uh, you know, where you'd move Halliburton to. I, I just don't understand it. Wild. I, yeah, I'm just reading the right now. <laughs> the Pacers need to figure out a path, right? I mean, you can't have one foot in each in each and a rebuild and, uh, you know, trying to, to shore up your team. This doesn't make any sense at all. No, it doesn't make any sense at all. And then there's rumors floating around that Miles Turner could also be dealt. I'm kind of surprised he hasn't been dealt yet. So you go and trade Sabonis, who's been a, a definite all-star for him for a Halliburton, and then you give Halliburton no help whatsoever. Now on the flip side, you know, Boston does get Brogdon a much needed point guard presence should be the absolute gold for them. But another thing that um, people might not be aware is that that Gallinari trade from Atlanta, San Antonio is waiving him and it just, just to write off the cash and he's going to end up signing with Boston as well. So the Celtics know how close they were last season at winning that title. They're not taking the Utah approach here and blowing it up. They're loading up to make another run. So I love what the Celtics are doing here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go, ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was gonna say, I think Lord posted in the, in the book club. Celtics are the most likely to win the championship now, right? After this happened. Yeah, I saw they moved to five to one on <sighs> uh, on DraftKings, which is which is wild. But it, it's easy to see why. You know, they they were they were just so close last year, and you know they're they're only getting better. And and Jalen Brown is getting better, and Jason Tatum is getting better. It's it's. It's scary for us Sixers fans here in, in New Jersey, that's for sure. <laughs> well, and you think about Boston getting better, but the, the East so far, nobody's doing anything, right? Miami hasn't done anything. The Sixers, who knows what they're going to do? Brooklyn's imploding. Milwaukee seems to be content to stand pat. Matter of fact, they lost to Vincizo. Uh, he, he, he left. So, um, I mean, in the East, like it, it really is Boston and everybody else. Yeah, okay. DiVincenzo, uh, Villanova guy. That's a... That's a good move for Golden State, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I wonder if he'll probably slide into the sixth man and they, they move Jordan Poole to the starting unit because they, they re-signed him, they re-signed Loney. So Golden State, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised we see a, a rematch, Golden State and Boston again because uh, both teams keeping their nucleus and uh, loading up with the reserve units. Yeah, I think, I think that'll prove to be an underrated move because DiVincenzo is... He's a total Golden State kind of guy, just like Jordan Poole. I mean, he's he's cut from the same cloth. He's a gunner. He can pass. It's it's he is a perfect fit in that system. We talked about it a little bit yesterday, but uh, Brad asks, "Where's Durant going? Phoenix?" And since we talked about it, we can we can get Phil Phil's direct uh, thoughts here. Phil, where's Durant going? He's going to Philadelphia, right? <laughs> I, my you know uh, my friendship with Kyle, it, it you know. It goes back years and years and years, and I, I normally agree with what that guy says. However, I hope you know that he does not end up in Philly. I, I cannot see us blowing this thing up, you know, mortgaging the future for a year or two, and you know, spending the next ten or fifteen years rebuilding again. I just I can't stomach it as a, a Sixers fan. We already saw the Durant and Harden thing not work out. I just I don't understand what would be any different in Philadelphia colors. It's just. It doesn't make any sense to me. I have no idea where Durant ends up. It just better not be in Philly. <laughs> Get, getting two perspectives here from Philadelphia fans. <laughs> yeah, right. 
I think one one's just hopeful and dreaming, and I and even if the dream came true, I don't think it works out. I, I the Kyrie Durant um, together doesn't look like it's going to work out. Durant, look, he he's being very vocal where he wants to go. The fact is, he don't matter. Right, Brooklyn's going to do what is best for Brooklyn, and that's whoever's going to pay them the most to get Durant. And I don't think Phoenix is that team. Um, Brooklyn came out and said they want Devin Booker. If there's no Devin Booker, there's no deal. Well, I don't think Phoenix is going to deal Devin Booker, particularly since Chris Paul's time there has to be running out. I mean, maybe they're going to make one more run, at a, a title run, to see if they can get Chris Paul a championship. Um, but Aiton, he's probably out of there. Uh, so I, I can see where Phoenix would want Durant, but I don't believe Booker will be part of that package. It's going to come down to draft picks. I, I think if you're losing Durant and you're losing Kyrie, and now you're basically essentially going to be building around Ben Simmons, let that sink in. Yikes. You're going to have to get young real fast and and just try and load up and hope 50% of those draft picks turn into something. Brooklyn went from title to con- contender the last – two years to might be the worst team in the Eastern conference this year. Ooh. Yeah. Look that up. Yeah. I, I cannot imagine building a team around Ben Simmons. I mean, the guy's an absolute poison in the locker room. So I, it's, it, it remains to be seen. Is he even going to get on the court next year? Like, is he ever going to play again? The, the guy sucks. So, that's harsh. I, I I like Ben Simmons as a player, but he's definitely got some issues between the ears. So uh, you got you got to have somebody on the team, a, a true alpha, um, a Michael Jordan that knows how to talk to him, bring out the best in him, and keep him in check. Um, but if Ben Simmons is the guy on the team, it's not going to go very well for Brooklyn. Brooklyn right now still is plus twelve hundred to win the conference. Well, it's not been completely imploded I'm yet. Just saying, so, I'm just saying. What's Durant? Here's the thing. Everybody thinks Durant has to go somewhere. Durant don't have to go anywhere. Brooklyn will be like, no, you're staying here. And, and so he'll either have to play or not play and lose all that money. That will be on him. But he's under contract. So um, Durant really has no say-so here. Mm. Can I, you ima- go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, please. can you imagine if, if Durant doesn't want to play and neither does Simmons? So they're, you know, they have Durant and Simmons on the same team not playing, not being paid. Just say, we'd rather play anywhere else but here. And then that leaves Kyrie as your alpha. <laughs> Good grief. Hmm. And they already traded Bruce Brown. He's gone. Yeah. So, they're, they're, I mean, they're, they're getting thinner. I, th- I think this thing's going to implode. I don't think there's any chance Durant and Kyrie stay there. They're just they're um, taking offers and see who's going to pay the most. This is basically a bidding war, and who's going to bid – for Durant, but I got to be honest, the, the way Durant has acted and spoken and conducted himself the last couple years, it's not a guy I want on my team. He was like that from the jump. He was he was hiding under he was hiding from uh, Westbrook when it was time to leave OKC. Westbrook wanted him to come back, and he actually hid from him. He like ignored phone calls and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like Westbrook flew to where he thought he was in his office or his apartment or house or whatever condo, and he actually was somewhere else intentionally so he wouldn't have to see Westbrook. He was in like a bunker. Yeah, right. He's in his safe room. <laughs> safe room. He's, he's so, got stalker tendencies, man. <laughs> uh, just, 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 yes, yeah, soft. Soft, soft, soft. So soft. 
All right, it's time to take a little breather here. Um, do you, you want to do a live read, Sex Panther, or should I do it? Heck, I can make it up. I don't read anything. But there, there's only one thing I'm going to talk about, and that's the freaking book club, man. It has been so, you know, Arch, Arch ran the numbers. We get, we get a little monthly report here. I think, what did it say, 22 um, book club members that get in there and just shoot the shit. I mean, it is, you would think there's 220 in there. It is so active. We're sitting here literally right now doing this podcast and guys are in the book club uh, talking about their plays. And then we, we've got tennis going on. Today's a big UFC day. So much stuff going on. Uh, and the book club is where we hang out. It's not just other picks. You know, we give you uh, totals that we like. Um, we talk about golf and all these other sports that go on in there, but it's not just, you know, Max and, and Saxy and Arch and, and Phil and myself. It's the users. It's, it's the DGens. They're in there talking, talking about their play. So you guys, that's where you want to be. You want to join the book club, get on Discord, join our Patreon. Only $25. Shit, that's what? Five gallons of gas right now. So it's, it's practically nothing. Get in there, shoot the shit with us and book it to the book club. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. There you go. Gravy Stacks posting his underdog plays. I love it. I love that stuff. All right. Let's get to baseball. Sex Panther, what are we doing? Oh, my God. I feel so unprepared right now. Let's take a look at St. Louis going to Philadelphia. The Cards are going to throw their rookie at Libertor, Libertore. I'm going to butcher this thing, but uh, he's going against Kyle Gibson. Gibson's been a nice little find for the Phillies. I think these two teams really are kind of even-ish. But when the Phillies are hitting the ball, which I want to talk about, that they, they called up this kid, Derek Hall. He's replacing Bryce Harper in the lineup with Bryce Harper being banged up. He already hit his first two bombs in a Phillies uniform. So the Phillies are not missing any power whatsoever in this lineup. And I think that's what it comes down to. The Phillies have the edge in the pitching matchup here. I like Gibson over Libertor. And I definitely like the, the Phillies hitting with their power ability. So at minus 130, I like the fighting Phils here, Phil, for $10. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm on the Phillies. They they certainly owe us some money after last night. Um, the Cardinals. Yeah, right. yeah, we were on the Cardinals. They, they had a 3-0 lead. 
great pitcher on the hill, had a guy hit for the cycle, and still found a way to lose. So I uh, the Phillies owe me some money, and I'm getting it back today. I'm on the Phillies. Mm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Cardinals again with the plus line. I think son that, of a gun. I think they can make this right. I think they can they can avenge themselves from last night. And I was reading one of those newsletters that Kyle sends out, and apparently KD's got quite the fastball too. So he's thinking he could double dip. KD could play for the Phillies as well. So I, I don't know if that's true oh or not. <laughs> Thirteen bucks on the Cardinals. Oh man! All right, next game up. We're gonna look at the boys from Anaheim going to Houston. I, I was a little nervous yesterday, but. Yeah, the, Houston took care of business. This Angels team just is not right. They Madden took the fall, but I don't know how you put what what's going on with the Angels on Madden. And I think that it just continues today. Patrick Sandoval, you know, he's three and two with a two point six three ERA, but he's not getting any help. Like he's he's leaving games either ahead or tied. He's pitched enough innings to have decisions in like a dozen games. And he has five decisions. I think that goes back to the Angels' bullpen just continually to blow shit up. Going against Jose Urquidy, who's been kind of mediocre, or even below mediocre, but he pitched an absolute gem his last time out. I'm banking on him able to do it again. So give me 10 bucks on the Houston Astros. I am with you on the Astros as well. This is an, another play for me. Um, just got to fade the Angels here. Um I, I thought I thought maybe the, the tides were starting to turn. Otani went yard in the first inning, and then Houston opened the floodgates. So <laughs> I just I don't think um, I don't think the Angels have the firepower to hang with the the Astros bats, and I think Urquidy, um is going to get it done. So I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm on the uh, the Astros for one unit. Yeah, I'm going to lean the Astros here in this one. Not not quite going to bet them because I still think there might be some. The Angels should sneak up and bite somebody someday somehow. It just does never seem to happen. Oh, yeah. So I'll, I'll lean Houston in this one. All right. Next game up for me. We're going to take a look at Atlanta going to Cincinnati. They just played yesterday. And, and as you could kind of expect, Atlanta beat the snot out of the Reds. But today, Tyler Mail takes the mound. He's really improved over the last month and a half, two months. He's been pitching really well, racking up the strikeouts right and left going against the rookie Spencer Strider who's been pretty damn good in his own right does a good job of keeping the ball in the yard he's only given up three bombs so far in his 53 innings pitched but Tyler Mail at home with a plus 150 I don't know if the Reds can really win but a plus 150 there was enough value for me to at least take a flyer here so we'll put 10 bucks on my Queen City Reds yeah, so my numbers say to bet Cincinnati, uh, but my heart is telling me Atlanta. So this is a stay-off spot. Uh, Strider has been really good lately. Really good. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm really impressed with this guy. He strikes out a lot of guys. Um, so maybe maybe a, a strikeout total over. I haven't researched it yet, but I'll put it in the book club if I do. Um, but this is a stay-away spot uh, because I, I just I, I can't make myself hit submit on the Reds. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Reds here. What are they? What are we? Plus one fifty-two. Yeah, I, I like that play. I think the Reds have enough of a chance to to warrant that bet. So I'm jumping on it with you. Thirteen bucks on the Reds. I like it. I like it. All right, next game up. There's a doubleheader going on in Cleveland. The Yankees are coming in to play two, and I'm going to talk about game two here. 
We've got my boy Nestor Cortez taking the bump against Adam Savale. We talked about or Aaron Savale, excuse me. We talked about Savale yesterday, but he didn't pitch, so his numbers didn't change. He's still got a god-awful 7.2 ERA and a 1.6 whip. The guy is just absolutely getting crushed. And against a Yankees team that loves to crush, I don't know how – I'm kind of confused why this line isn't closer, like minus 300. It, I'm kind of spooked here. It is starting to get a little worse. I saw it at minus 160 a little bit when I wrote it down. Now I'm seeing a minus 170, but that's where I'm at. Give me the best price you can give me, March, but 10 bucks on the Yankees. Yeah, I think the Yankees is the only way to go here. Um, they'll, they'll probably win both both games today. You have the doubleheader. Uh, and we love back and Nestor. That, that's our guy, Ty, uh, Panther. So I'm with you, man. I'll, I'll, I'll follow you and Nestor anywhere we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Yankees, I think they're going to win too. Uh, just can't quite get to that minus 165. So a solid lean on New York. Probably lean New York both games. Uh, one more game for me. I hit this yesterday. We're going to double dip here, but uh, Padres against the Dodgers. I, I've kind of been screaming this now for a while about the, the Padres offense just kind of being a shell of itself here recently. They've only got 65 home runs so far this season. Uh, that's 31 less than the Dodgers. The Dodgers have been not only hitting the ball well, but they've been pitching a lot better as of late. They've only given up one, one, and four in their last three games. And with Tyler Anderson on the mound, I think they can do it again. Now, you Darvish been pitching pretty well, but at, at, at some point, that Dodger lineup is going to get to him. So at minus 155, I'll eat it. Give me 10 bucks on the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's the way to go. Um, I, I, you're getting Tyler Anderson. He's 8-1 this year. I mean, that this, he's pitching really well. And the, the Dodgers bats are starting to come alive a little bit. Uh, they're facing you Darvish today who can get knocked around early he, in, in his career. He's been known to be a, to get, to get hit around in the first and second inning sometimes. So uh, if I hope the Dodgers jump on him early, I'm on the jo- Dodgers with you. Yeah. Dodgers starting to, to uh, get correct here. They're really starting to wake up. What are they? Let's see here. They're 12 and eight in their last 20. I think that slump. I think that slump might be in the rearview mirror. I think they're going to start, uh, start taking off here. So uh, yeah, I'll lean the Dodgers here in this one. Maybe the days of losing to the Pirates are behind us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not if you keep reminding them of it. It's not. Oh, shoot. That's my bad. Oh, that's all I've got, Phil. What you bringing, buddy? I've got nothing of my own. You you hit them all. Um, I, I had a, a couple leans, um, but nothing nothing in stone here. Um, so, Arch, why don't you go over yours? Okay. Let's see here. I'm. No, 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 no. Um, sorry. I'm ready for this. Yeah, fuck it. I'll do it again. Wasn't sure if I was going to do it or not. Lines moving the wrong direction. I don't care. The fish are getting correct, baby. They're getting correct against the Nationals. Arguably one of the worst teams in the the uh, the majors. The fish are only minus one hundred two today against the Nationals. I think that's tons of value. Let's let's keep swimming, not upstream anymore. Downstream, boys, and keep winning. Give me the fish. Thirteen bucks. I have no idea what's going on with this series. I was I was shaken yesterday that the Nats were a favorite. I wake up this morning and I see it again. The Nats are the favorite. Now I see it's moved about 15 cents and the line's closer to even. But uh, why? Like the Nats are horrible and especially horrible at home. Now, 
as I've documented very many times, the fish suck on the road as well. But against the Nats, they should be able to take care of business. Neither one of them throwing anybody noteworthy. Castano for the fish is is a rookie and uh, just kind of a fill-in, waiting for some guys to get healthy. But, I mean, we've seen what Miami's done with their pitchers and, and drafting pitchers. So you got to believe they've got the advantage here. I'll lean the fish, but I think this is a series I'm going to avoid all weekend. Oh, don't avoid it. Get on the fish, man. This is a play uh, now that Arch has given me some confirmation bias. Castano <laughs> is two out of his last three starts have been pretty good. I mean, he got he got knocked around against Colorado, um, but last time out against the Mets, he had two earned in seven seven innings. Against Philly, he, he had a uh, scoreless in six and two thirds. So I think the guy's got pretty good stuff, and Washington doesn't. So I'm in. Give me the fish. There you go. There you go. That's really all I had. Uh, I just like the fish. You know, if you have a positive run differential, you should not be five games under 500 unless you're Los Angeles. That logic makes sense. <laughs> That's it right there. We got a few comments here. Uh, Brad says Yankees minus one and a half game one. Anybody want to argue that? No. <laughs> uh, who, who are they? I thought that was a closer one. Oh, no. I don't no, know Garrett who Cole. Hardy is. Yeah, Garrett, I thought it was off that one because it was minus 335. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Iceberg says he likes Seattle money line today. Little known fact, Arch has never missed an ending to a Seattle Mariners baseball game. It's true. Every night. I'm right there. <laughs> uh, Kirby going against Blackburn. And A's got one yesterday. Kind of, Kind of one of those fallacies of do you believe Oakland can get two in a row. With Blackburn on the mound, I, I think the value – is on the A's, but the chalkiness of the Mariners spooked me. Arizona plus one and a half. Dallas Keuchel. Take the over. The over-under is 12, man. Keuchel is 8.31, and Gombern is 6.55. This is going to be a, a football marathon. It's going to be a, a scoring every inning. So what you're saying is no hitters? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Perfect game. Tampa Bay plus 120 money line game one. McClanahan on the bump. Well, problem is McClanahan's going against Kevin Gossman. So this I this is a fantastic pitching matchup. Um I had to stay away from what one, I don't see a line for it. But uh two, it's that kind of pitching matchup. But to me, it's even. I just that's one that I just like to sit back, enjoy, and watch and not have anything vested on it. Yeah, the total in that game is seven. Ooh. Uh-huh. I like the Tampa Bay play, but don't do double headers. All right. Padres plus one and a half. He's just back to his way of fading me. Iceberg's no, against I, you. He's just being a troll. Iceberg, you're just being a troll. Considering the Texas money line with Perez on the bump. I was looking at that too. I was looking at that, but I didn't see a line. See. Uh, Matt's it's minus a, 125. Mm, yeah. That's a little, wow. Sure. The Rangers on the road. They are 19 and 19 on the road. Mets are 25 and 12 at home, but it's it's just Williams pitching. He's one and four. I mean, that line, not enough value, but at the same time, I think Vegas thinks the Rangers actually can win this game. So, yeah, I, I like the Rangers there. Yeah. Red Sox surely can't lose two to the Cubs. The problem with being red hot and then losing one, it always seems like you lose in bunches before you get back to correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and this is a battle of two rookies, two young kids here with Winkowski for Boston and Mills for for the Cubs. Mills has gotten off to a pretty abysmal start with his 9.87 ERA. Um, but 
Boston. I probably lean Boston here. I, I just didn't like this. I didn't like the pitchers. Line is not moving on Texas yet. That's because Arch didn't make his bet. That's right, right, right. Uh, Big Daddy wants Yankees with Brad. Game one, minus one and a half. Another a little agreement there. Game two, money line Yankees. Iceberg said he's not trolling you, Panther. Iceberg says the Cubs are red hot and won the last three. Oh, boy. Here come the Cubs. Oh boy, here Look we go. out. <laughs> Any comments on the last bunch of comments? Uh, I mean, Cubs are Cubs are red hot, but they, they were beating up on Cincinnati, who sucks, and they, they beat, got game one against Boston. They have won four, four of the last five they got with St. Louis. And then, listen, I don't think this Cubs team is that bad. It's just taking them a minute to get get their rotation down, get these young kids hitting the ball. Wisdom's been hitting really well. So I, I don't think they're that bad as the record says, but against Boston, I don't think they're that good either. So um, I don't know. I think Boston's got to get one or two in Chicago, right? One. They got to get one. They got to get one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they get swept. No. All right. What did we talk about today? We talked about NBA again, NBA trades. It's all over the place. It's crazy. Some teams are waving the white flag. looks like. Talked about Kevin Durant again. Bill. Any final thoughts? Go Philadelphia Stars. Is that today? Yep. It's tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, tomorrow. That's right. it. That's your last thought. That, that's 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 really my only thought all weekend. <laughs> that's I'm just letting that consume me. He's gonna be one of the three people at the parade. You. Me, me, Kyle, and uh, you, Arch, because you're you're flying in for it. I'm flying in. Yeah, I'm flying in. That's right. All right, Sex Panther, take us home. Oh, Phil, you got you got a uh, a bet for me here for the parlay. Oh, the parlay. You got a game the, you like? Um, come back to me. Come back to me. Arch, give me your play. Cardinals. St. Louis. So that means you can't take the Phillies. Um, I, I think the Astros take care of business. So I'm going to take Houston. And I'm going to take. We're we're going into crazy territory here. Max Verstappen to win the Formula One Great Britain Grand Prix tomorrow, minus 135. Ooh, it I need, it's got to be a bet for today. Oh, it doesn't have oh, to be. Oh, it has to be today? It doesn't have to be today. Okay. We'll, we still, we can make, we'll find out on Monday if we cashed. We'll find yeah, out I'm, on Monday. I'm, I'm finding a layup for us here, gang. Oh, well, I mean, I'll, I'll screw it up anyway. It seems to how it's worked the last couple of days. What's his last name? Verstappen. Max Verstappen. 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 We've got an interesting parlay for you kids. Iceberg says, "Give them the twins." So throw the twins on there too. Oh, hey, throw it on there. With throw it on there, Iceberg. St. Louis, Houston, Max Verstappen, and the Twinkies. <laughs> we don't have the Twinkies on the DJ parlay, but that's what we're running with today. Phil's keeping it interesting, but uh, you guys, like we said at the mid read. We're hanging out on the Discord. We're in the book club. Get in there and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name, and we will holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today when it's all said and done, kids. It's all make some money, fools. I forgot about the parlay. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.